Salem Missionary Baptist Church remains the same, and we do welcome you to the Roanoke Salem Missionary Baptist Church, the end of your search for a friendly church. We're located in beautiful Northampton County, just outside of the wonderful town of Garrysburg. Our mission statement is, Go ye therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. We're going to uh, have a opening selection now, and we'll keep going. Amen. Every praise is to our God, every word of worship with one accord, every praise, every praise is to our God, every praise is to our God, every word of worship with one accord, every praise. Every praise to our God. Fellas, let me sing every praise. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise. Every praise is to our God. Every praise, every praise is to our God. With one accord, every praise, every praise to our God. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah to our God. Glory, hallelujah, is to our God. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Yes, he is. 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 Y
Clapping my hands, giving God the praise because He's been so good, been so good to me. Whoa, every praise, every praise to our God, to our God. If He's been good, you ought to give Him some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Every praise is to our God. I am. Um, if you saw me, if you are still seeing us now live streaming, you saw me on my um, cell phone. I was updating some folks that it appears as though the live stream is working now again. So, uh, yeah, I know you saw me on my cell phone. I wasn't trying to hide it. I was letting some folks know that they might be able to. Um, well, nope, the live stream is not working is what I was just told. So we'll just keep moving right along for those who are on the conference line thank you for being there uh birthdays for those of you who were born in the month of january we um wish you a happy birthday whatever day whether it was uh new year's day or any day up to this point this is the third day in the month of january and this new year but we wish all january babies a happy birthday in advance uh, by way of announcement, I only want to share with you all this morning that um, Deacon Sonny um, Harding, Woodrow Harding Jr., we call him Sonny. We all affectionately know him as Sonny. Uh, he, um, he had a health uh, illness, a health challenge uh, this couple of days ago, and uh, he's actually in the hospital this morning but we ask that he's doing well from what we understand he's doing well and we ask that we will keep uh sonny lifted up in prayer we miss him here this morning but we know god is with him right there in the hospital and like i said the last report we got is that sonny is doing well and we're gonna uh, just keep believing the lord that he's gonna uh, make a full recovery and be able to leave the hospital and be home and eventually back with us uh, soon and very soon. Um, let me just remind our church family members that we are uh, commanded by God to give tithes and offerings. And again, I will say to you, you did such a wonderful job uh, in the year of 2020 in spite of all the challenges of not having service at the church inside the sanctuary. And there were several Sundays uh, just like today that we did not meet at all, not even in the parking lot, but you all did a wonderful job. So let's, let's continue that. And I would challenge us to let's even do greater in 2021. If, if we're expecting God, Jehovah God to do greater, and we should, we certainly should expect him to do greater, then um, we also should do our very best for him in our tithes and our offering. Remember when we don't get together uh, in the parking lot as we don't do sometimes, you certainly can um, bring your tithes and offerings here to the church office Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays between 9 in the morning and 4 in the afternoon. You can mail 
your uh, tithes and offerings. Most of you know that our mailing address is uh, P.O. Drawer Z, Garrysburg 27831. So you can mail your tithes and offerings here. And then, of course, some of you, if you so desire, you can give your tithes and offerings online. If you go to our uh, platform, rsmbc.com, that is Roanoke Salem's uh, web page. And um, if you go to that platform, rsmbc.com, when the page opens up, you'll see at the top uh, a tab that says giving. And if you will select or click on that tab that says giving, then you will be directed as to how you can give online if you so choose. But I just want to encourage us, let's start this new year off right. Let's not at all um, become uh, slack in our giving. Let's continue to uh, do well and well, to, to, as the Bible says, uh, continue in well-doing, doing what we know is right, what God has asked us. And he's going to continue to richly bless us in this new year. I want us now to prepare our hearts and minds for the morning prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, our Savior and your Son, first of all, just thank you, thank you, thank you for this first Sunday in 2021. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit. We praise and honor and worship we, we, we adore and we magnify Jehovah, the Most High God, the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the one who created everything that exists, the one who has all knowledge, the one who has all power and authority, the one who is everywhere at the same time, all the time, the one who's regulating our very heartbeats right now. The one who's provided air for us to breathe, the one who's provided food for us to eat and clean, uh, fresh water for us to drink, the one who provides electricity, the one who provides uh, cars and planes and trains, and he gives us the, the fuel that we need for those things to function. The one who even is in control of technology because you gave man the knowledge to create the technology that we use. And Lord, thank you that you've created uh, more than one way to get your word out. We certainly would love to be live streaming this morning, but just because that's not working, that does not mean the word cannot go forth. Lord God, because of uh, phone technology, we, we can use our conference line and we pray that lots of people uh, are there. Whoever is there, we pray that they be blessed on this morning. Lord, our prayer in 2021 is that you use us in a more mighty way to be a blessing to the world. Lord, we know that you're going to, we believe you to continue to shower us with your love, grace, and mercy. But Lord, we want you to use us individually as followers of Jesus Christ. And we want us, you to use us as a church family and as, a, as the body of Christ universal. Use us more in 2021 to be a help and a healing to people in this lost and dying world. Touch the hearts. Continue to gently probe the hearts of those who are unsaved, uh, Holy Spirit, and urge them to come to know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Then, Lord God, we continue to stand firm in praying that you'll take this COVID virus out of your world. Lord God, but you've given us 
a vaccine or two or three different vaccines now. We, we pray they'll work the way they're supposed to and they'll slow down and even decrease uh, the amount of infection, uh, the spread of infection in those who actually get, uh, who might get the virus if it were not for the vaccine. But then though there are other sicknesses and diseases that we ask you to touch and heal minds and bodies. We ask you to restore broken relationships. We ask you, Lord, uh, to, to give hope to the hopeless, Lord God. Give joy to those who despondent and grieving. Give strength, Lord, to those who might be weak of mind and body on this day and in this new year. And Lord God, most of all, just be with us uh, and continue to bless us and guide us. And Lord God, we know you're not going to leave us. We know that, Lord, and we, we don't want to fail you. Just help us all, Lord, uh, to be better men and women and children of you in 2021. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We'll have our sermonic selection now and then the word and uh, we'll continue on. You brought me through the night Lord you kept me And you never left me You stood by my side There were so many times I came so close Old man death tried to take me in But the reason I'm here Is not hard for me to see that it's so easy for me to explain it was God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, His amazing grace, God's grace. Whoa, I made it this far, made it this far. Yes, I did. The grace of God, it was God's grace, God's grace. 
screen. Whoa, I made it this far. I made it this far. By the grace of God. I remember the time when I strayed away. Even though I knew the words, still I wouldn't obey. The God, grace, and mercy stay with me, brought me all the way. It was God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, God's grace, amazing grace, God's grace. I made it this far, made it this far by the grace of God. Anybody want to know God's grace is how I got here? God's grace. Anybody want to know why I'm still standing here today? God's grace. I made it this far. Made it this far. Yes, I did. By the grace of God. Some people said God's grace. Said I wouldn't make it. God's grace. Some people said God's I wouldn't grace. be standing here today. But look grace. at me. I made it. I made it this far. I made it this far. By the grace, By the grace of God. God. And I want to say thank you. God's grace. Thank you, Jesus. God's grace. Lord, I thank you. Thank you right now. Lord, you kept me. You kept me, Jesus. Lord, you kept me. Oh, yes, you did. It was God's grace. God's grace. God's grace. God's grace. God's grace. I made it this far. It was God's grace. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your grace, for your grace, your grace, your grace, Lord Jesus. I come to you now, Lord, just simply asking that you use me as you will to preach and teach this word with clarity and conviction. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to stand in your holy sanctuary once again. And Lord God, may the word go forth and positively change people's lives and draw them closer to you. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. The message this morning is from the book of Exodus, chapter 34, verses 4 through 7. The message this morning is from the book of Exodus, chapter 34, verses 4 through 7. This is from the New International, the NIV version of the Bible. This is what it says. So Moses chiseled out two stone tablets like the first ones and went up Mount Sinai early in the morning as the Lord had commanded him. And he carried the two stone tables or tablets in his hand, in his hands. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with Moses and proclaimed his name. The Lord proclaimed his own name. He said, the Lord. And and he passed in front of Moses proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love 
and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sins of their fathers to the third and fourth generation. I just want to use very quickly, uh, just for a few minutes, as a uh, topic this morning. God is still good in 2021. God is still good in 2021. I'm, I'm sure that um, there were millions of people, and myself included, millions of us around the world. We, we hope that when the clock struck midnight on December 31st, 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic and, and all of its problems would, would finally come to an end. Um, and I admit that that would have been great, but, but, but the reality is most of us knows that's, not, that's just not how things work. Here, here we are on the first Sunday in 2021, and the COVID-19 pandemic and its problems are still plaguing the entire world. In America, we have people living with food insecurity. That just simply means people don't have food or they don't have enough food and, and they don't know when and where they're going to maybe get their next food, uh, meal from. Thank God for all the, the individuals and, and the civic organization and, and, and the faith-based, faith-based groups and even state and county and to some extent the federal government doing all that has been done in 2020 to try to make sure that people have food to eat. But we still got folks who have food insecurity. We, we still have extremely high unemployment. Uh, and there are small businesses that are permanently closing their doors. We still have too many cases, way too many cases of social injustice. You all saw the case in the last, some of you saw just this past week where um, a, a white lady accused a 14-year-old black boy stealing her iPhone and come to find out the woman's iPhone was in an Uber, and yet she was ready to physically and did try to physically attack that young boy simply because she profiled him and thought that he had stolen her phone. I tell you, we still have too many unjustified incidents of law enforcement officers killing unarmed black and brown citizens. And white citizens are killed sometimes unjustified by law enforcement too. But in many cases, or at least the ones that come to our attention, uh, there are a lot of killings. And we know law enforcement sometimes has to use their weapons. They have to use their weapons to protect themselves and protect others. We understand that. Our issue, though, is when we see situations where it appears that a law enforcement officer or officers were unjustified in using their weapons to harm or kill people. Amen. And something can be done about it. Too many public school students are falling behind because virtual learning is simply not working for many families. I believe the teachers are doing all they can. They're giving their best, most of them. But, but if students don't have the right kind of support at home, they can't make any progress. I believe most Americans are hopeful, though, that the two new COVID vaccines uh, that have already been uh, out there and, begin, and, and they're being distributed and, and right now, uh, we're hopeful that they'll begin to slow down the spread of the virus and lower the number of people who may die from the virus. Still, we have to wait and see how effective these two vaccines are going to be in the general population. It's one thing when you do testing in a target 
targeted and a limited control group. But it's something else when you uh, share um, medication or vaccine in this case with the general population. And let's let's be faithful. Let's be believing uh, that that this is going to work out. God is going to let it work out for our good. And at the same time, though, that we've got some people being vaccinated and we're believing that the two new vaccines will help people uh, either not get COVID or or would decrease the, the rate of people who have gotten COVID, we still have folks, bless them, Lord, who refuse to wear masks. And they know that if they wear masks, and, they, well, and they know that because they won't wear masks, they could be possibly putting somebody else's life at risk. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't begrudge anybody exercising their own personal rights to decide whether or not they want to wear a mask. I mean, if you don't want to wear a mask, that's you. But don't put somebody else's life at risk because you could be a carrier and not know it. Amen. So the reality is, is that we have entered 2021, but the 2020 pandemic and its problems are still with us. And yet, in spite of everything I just said, in spite of everything I just said, there is one reason to be optimistic. And the reason is God is still good in 2021. Church folks, y'all know how we say sometimes God is good all the time. And then somebody else will say back and all the time God is good. That, that just means that we believe that in time Jehovah God will give us the victory over any problems that we may face. And he will if we trust him. I'm hopeful and I'm encouraged in this new year because I know the God that I serve is a good God. From the time he created humanity, he's always blessed us and taken care of us in spite of all the sins and the willful acts of wickedness and evil we commit in front of him and against him every day. He still blesses humanity real good. In this new year, I I want to introduce Jehovah God to unsaved people. And I want to remind some of us who are Christians of just who Jehovah God is. If you will, please look at me, look with me at the book of Exodus in the Old Testament. Exodus is uh, one of the Old Testament books that records the history of the Israelites after God freed them from being slaves in Egypt. Uh, and now the Israelites are, are they're out of Egypt and they're walking towards Canaan, which is the land that God promised them for their new permanent home. So in other words, they're out of Egypt. They're not slaves anymore. But now they're walking over over a million people. They're walking to Canaan, the promised land. In Exodus chapter 34, verses one through seven, God tells Moses to make two stone tablets and bring them up to Mount Sinai early the next morning. Now, when Moses gets up, he he obeys God. He he carves out these two stone tablets. And when he goes up to Mount Sinai the next morning, God comes down and meets Moses in the form of a cloud. Now, now I want us to just focus on verses six through seven because, well, let's start with verse, uh, let's focus on verse six because in that verse, God tells um, Moses six things about himself. And all of us need to know these things about God. God tells Moses six things about himself that we need to know. And I, and I got some definitions out of the Vines Expository Bible Dictionary. First thing God says about himself, he tells Moses, he says he's compassionate. 
That means that uh, when he's the fact that God's compassionate means that he gives and he shows mercy. Amen. We think I'm so grateful to have a God that gives and shows me and shows you mercy. Exodus chapter 33, verse 19. This is what God said. He said, um, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you and I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. Then he says, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. You and I can't judge who God will have mercy and compassion on. But let's just thank God that we know he's had mercy and compassion on you and I, because if he hadn't, we wouldn't be here. And I don't mean we wouldn't. We have to be dead. We could be dead. We just certainly wouldn't be living and thriving and doing as well as we are, if not for the mercy and the compassion of almighty God. Number two, God said about himself, God told Moses about himself. He says he's gracious. To be gracious means to give or show kindness. Our God is not only merciful, he's a kind God. Psalm 116 verse 5, this is what it says. The psalmist says, gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. Amen. Says that gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. He's a gracious God. He's kind. He's so kind to us. He's gentle and and he has a gentle nature with us at times when we need him to do that the most. Number three, God said about himself, he says, um, he told Moses, he says, I'm slow to anger. That means he's patient. Somebody that's patient shows great restraint in dealing with us and with dealing with each other, specifically to God. He shows great restraint in dealing with our sins. You've heard me say this many times, and it's not something I made up. It's in the Bible. The Bible is clear. God tempers his anger with mercy. And matter of fact, but even before he gets angry, it says he's slow to anger. In other words, God is very patient. He lets us get away with a whole lot before he decides to, if you will let me use this example, lay hands or put hands on us, spiritually speaking. He lets us get away. Now, when I say get away, that doesn't mean he doesn't punish it. But I'm saying he doesn't always jump us right then the way we jump children when we're parents or the way our parents jumped us and certainly the way we jump other people. Some of us can't let anybody else get away with any little thing we think is wrong without jumping them right then. We, we got to correct them right then. God's not like that with us. He corrects us, but he's, he doesn't get angry. He's very patient with us. The book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 13, says this, And rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful and slow to anger. God is gracious and merciful, and he is slow to anger. Amen. He's abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disasters. Okay, so God is slow to anger. He, 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 he shows great restraint before he gets mad and angry with us. Number four, God said about himself that he is abounding in love. That means that he, uh, he has endless, unconditional love for all of us. God has endless, endless love cannot ever run out of it. 
unconditional love for us. First Corinthians chapter 13 verses one through verses one through eight. eight. If you go there on your own time and you read that, read first Corinthians chapter 13 verses one through the first part of verse eight, you will get a definition of what God's unconditional love is. What his love is, period. But certainly you'll get a, a very clear picture of the depth and the richness of his love. And then if you read Romans chapter 8, verses 38 through 39, the apostle Paul said, I'm just going to summarize this. He said that he was persuaded. He said, I'm convinced that there is nothing in heaven, nothing on earth, nothing under the earth that can separate us from God's love, which is in Christ Jesus. And I I, uh, suggest and I would uh, encourage you to read Romans chapter 8, verses 38, 39 for yourself to get the details, but Paul said nothing or nobody can block or withhold or keep God's love from us. Amen. The fifth thing God said about himself, he told Moses up on Mount Sinai, God says that he's faithful. That means that he's trustworthy and reliable. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God is a trustworthy and reliable God. He always shows up on time And he does what needs to be done. Genesis chapter 28, verse 15. This is what God said to Jacob. He said, behold, I am with you and will I will keep you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken. Now, that was something specific God said to Jacob. But that same God makes that same uh, promise to you and I. He is with us and he's going to keep us wherever we go. And he's not going to let us go until he's done what he's promised. What what has he promised? He's promised to provide for us. He's promised to protect us. He's promised us an opportunity to be in heaven with him if when we die. But what do we need to do? One simple thing, not get not uh, be, be the good, most Christian, holy person we can be. We have to humble ourselves and give our lives to Jesus Christ. That alone, that alone gives us access to and that uh, that uh, secures for us all the promises of God when we humble ourselves and give our lives to Jesus Christ. Here's the last thing God told Moses about himself. He says he's a forgiving God. He completely forgets and removes the cause of our offense. When God forgives us, he completely forgets what we did and he removes the stain or whatever it was we did that we ended up in sin against him. He completely removes us that from us. Matter of fact, one of the, one psalmist said, uh, Psalm 103, verse 12. He said, as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As far as the east is from the west, anybody that knows, if you know anything about geography, I guess that is, the east and the west don't meet. They, they never meet. The east is the east, and it's endless, and the west is the west, and it's endless, but the two never come together. So God, that's what God does to us. He, he removes our sin from us when we, when we ask him to forgive us, and he forgives us of our sins. He removes that sin from our lives and from our character as far as the east is from the west, and he completely forgets it. Then in the last, so let me get back to Exodus chapter 34, the last part of verse number 7. 
Now, I want you to pay attention to this, too, because this is important. Last part of verse number seven, God tells Moses that um, he does not leave the guilty unpunished. Now, that should get our attention because God is clearly saying that he has all authority and he has all power to do what? To punish the guilty. Now, let me be as clear as I can about this. The guilty are people who refuse to acknowledge the deity, the sovereignty, and the authority of Jesus Christ. It's not just people who are unsaved and they're sinners. Yeah, sinners too. But the guilty are people who refuse to acknowledge the deity, the sovereignty, and the authority. So what I'm saying very simply is there are some really, really good people in the world There are some people who do great things. They're just as nice and kind and giving, and we celebrate them, and we should. They're just as generous and and loving and, and all that they can be, but they refuse to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the, is the King of kings and the Lord of lords and the Savior of the world. And because they refuse to acknowledge Jesus for who he really is, God the Father says they are the guilty. So on Mount Sinai, God told Moses, I'm not going to let the guilty go unpunished because here's the deal, y'all. Before you and I close our eyes with very few exceptions, and God has grace for people who've never had a chance to grow up and mature enough to make a decision to either accept or reject Jesus. God has grace and mercy for those folks. But for those of us who he allowed to get old enough to understand who Jesus is, and to come to a point where we can make a decision as to whether we will accept him or reject him, and we choose to reject Jesus, we are the guilty. And God says he's going to punish us. Why? Because in our lifetime, God will have given us ample evidence, so many pieces of evidence to know that Jesus is God and that we should respect him and, 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 and submit ourselves to him and him alone. Amen. Doesn't matter who you are or why you believe the way you do. If Jehovah God arranges the events in your life to give you an opportunity to know Jesus for yourself and you still reject him, you are the guilty. And God will punish you both now and into eternity unless, unless you repent and you ask Jesus Christ to forgive you. It's just that simple. Believe it or not, like it or not, agree or not, it doesn't change what God has said. But God has also given us a free will. I got I to gotta say that too. And because he's given us a free will, we can choose to accept or reject Jesus, and we will live with the consequences, good or bad, of the decisions that we make. We live every day with the consequences, good or bad, of the decisions that we make. I'm I'm, I'm preparing to close this message with this thought. God is still good in 2021. He is still compassionate. He's still gracious. He's still slow to anger. That means he's patient. He's still abounding in endless, unconditional love. He's still faithful and he's still forgiving. You need to know that no person, no organization, or no governing body can preserve and protect us better than Jehovah God, and specifically in the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
We should follow what the science and, and, and health experts say. Yes, we should. We should follow them as best we can. We should wear our mask when we're out among people. We should wash our hands often and we should maintain social distancing as best we can because God has given us both medical science, but he's also given us common sense. Amen. And we should use it as best we can. Some things are out of our control, but as best we can, as often as we can. But if we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we don't have to walk around in fear during this pandemic. And we should not walk around in fear. But at the same time, we don't need to be careless and reckless Christians like some of us are out here, too. You know, we're just running around with no mask on saying, well, God got me and I'm going to be all right. Well, maybe not. Again, you could be a carrier and you could be giving it to somebody else. And God has already told us through man, through medical science, what we need to do to protect ourselves. So we shouldn't live in fear, but we shouldn't be careless and reckless either. We should not be on either one of those two extremes. I pray that in 2021, more of us will be more concerned about our fellow man than some of us showed in 2020. I I encourage us to expect greater in 2021 because God is still good. Even in the midst of our turmoil, God is still good. God's people know that he did not leave us last year and he didn't forsake us. And while most folks lived in willful sin, God still helped all humanity and he will continue to help us in this new year. And if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, stand firm in your faith in Jesus. Amen. I say that often because I want us to understand that's what we've got to do. In spite of what's going on around us, in spite of what may be going on in your personal life, stand firm in your faith in Jesus. I believe God will make things better for all humanity in this new year. And I believe that God will give the body of Christ even more favor so that we can help more people in 2021. He's a good God. He is a good God. He gave us Jesus Christ. Jesus came to save us from our sins. That's what the that's what we talked about uh, during the Christmas season. The baby Jesus coming into the world to save us from our sins. But then he became Jesus, the adult, and he fulfilled his mission when he went on Calvary's cross. He went in a borrowed tomb and then he rose again. He's a good God. He's a gracious, kind, merciful God, and he wants to help all of us. In this new year, won't you trust him? Won't you trust him in this new year? Unsaved brothers and sisters, if you've heard this word today and the Lord is moving on your heart to give your life to Jesus, please repeat this simple prayer right after me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. I believe that you are the son of the living God. I believe that you rose from the dead. I ask you now to be my personal Lord and Savior. Jesus, in your name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you are now saved. You are part of the body of Christ. Your soul is heaven bound. And while you still live, you now have, uh, you are entitled to all the blessings, all the promises of God. Some of which are reserved only for those who give their lives to Jesus Christ, and that's you. So I ask you to take heart and be happy and rejoice in this new year because you've made the best decision you'll ever make in your entire life. 
going to ask the uh, musicians to just give us one verse of something and then I'll do the benediction and we'll be dismissed. Sunday if he lets us see next Sunday.
And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest room and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. Amen. Let the church say amen. amen.